Hello and welcome back to the Specky and Paul Talk Detailing Podcast. We are the done and dusted of the UK detailing community. There's a reason for that one. This is season two, episode 17, The Cost of Detailing. I am a person who spends more on detailing than replacing my holy boxers named Specky McSporran, and I'm joined, as always, by my good friend, co-host, and 1989's body double for Patrick Stewart on Star Trek, Mr. Paul Dolden. I didn't realise that was 1989. Blimey. Pfft, mate, it's been going for a long time. Wow. This is back when you like had hair and you had to shave it for the show, remember? Mm, yes, I do remember that. Um, hello and welcome, everybody. <laughs> I'm, I'm, giving you an, an, I'm giving you a balding out, okay? A balding out. I like that. I love the excuses. I, I, I swear you're angling at something. It's that pressure washer again, isn't it? Um, That's hello it. and welcome to another splendid edition of the podcast. Um fantastic sponsor uh which is going to appeal to everybody i feel um this is called how, how many people do you feel as many as i can in the co-op until <laughs> i got banned basically move on to tesco's now uh just always buy the drink car on a friday night nice array oh. nice selection there um uh, <laughs> dear idea there's got to be a reason for it wait a, a selection of 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 drinks or a selection of people people Hashtag single mums. Oh, there you go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> poor women. Uh, anyway, let's get back to the story. So this week, we yes. have a sponsor. Really? That's unusual. Um, this <laughs> week, it's called You're Not Going to Believe This, Boss. Now, this comes from a little bit of experience of my on my own. Um, and you, I can talk to you about this because we were talking about this today. We were kind of talking about a certain thing today. We can't say too much in case our bosses are listening. It's that time when you just you don't feel that great, but you're not quite ill enough to go off of work. And I, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't. This is someone who's told me about this, and I thought that's a good idea. And um, <laughs> this is an app form. That's unusual. Um, it's an app form. And what it does is it throws up excuses, but it also records data to say, basically, no, you can't use that. You you had that like three Tuesdays ago. Um, so <laughs> it then gives you a new one to use. So we have things like, um, I fell up the stairs. I fell down the stairs. <laughs> um, you know, I was burgled. Um, I got my foot stuck. I tripped over the door. Yeah, I got my foot stuck down the toilet. Um, I burnt my roof of my <laughs> mouth on a pizza. You know, there's all these things. You know, I pulled a muscle. There's all these things. I mean, the greatest one I had, which is genuine, and I've got to say, this is genuine. I actually fell out the mm. loft, <laughs> <laughs> and I fell out the loft pre-Christmas, getting the Christmas decorations down. Everyone just thought, oh, he started on the Belgians early. You know, he's bought all that stuff from Lidl and he's had it already. He's having a, he's having a weekend mm -hmm. off. Of yep. course, the most common one is obviously um, the Mavis Crits. You know, you followed through. You had a, tra you, had a tra oh. you, know, you had a trouser accident, you know, and you've you got, you got deli belly. You know, you've had a, you've had a China. You're not going to believe this. You're not going to believe this, boss. No, I'm not. Um, I've reheated <laughs> your bean, my bean shoots and I've been sick. You know, all these... <laughs> All these things, I've not tried any of these, obviously. This, this is just what I hear on the street, you know. This is the word on the oh, street. Oh, yes. Um, there's, there's so many, but you've got to be creative. You, you can't just, you know, you can't go, you know, like the famous Peter Case uh, sketch coming out of both ends send. You've got to be a bit more creative than that. You've got to be... And so this app suggests them all for you. It, it does. You know that one I had recently, which was true, when I got pulled over by that large dog on the beach. And I had to explain to my boss about the dog. Because it really did. Oh, it pulled my shoulder out, yes. didn't it? And it did. Yes, it, I I was I was told to 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 reaffirm your your actual injury. There. Yes. yes, I was told. Remember, I tell him the dog pulled my shoulder out. <laughs> Jesus. So this is an app, and obviously you know because you can't. They're gonna they're gonna smell a rat. You know you can't keep using. Oh, you know, I've got a headache. I've got that washed out feeling I can't describe, you know. I've, I'm... <laughs> Where does this one come from? That's twice you've used that. Oh, that is a reference. That is a reference <laughs> to the young ones. A classic sketch. Is that what it yeah, is? It's a reference to you. I'm sorry. I, I'm too, I'm, I think I'm just a bit too young to properly remember much about the young ones. I think it, yeah, it was the young ones. It was very, yeah, it was very old. Anyway, um, so, yeah, you, 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 know, you can't use things like women's problems because it's just going to make you look silly you know see so why not why not this we should have equality here I mean, you can't what if i'm having a bad time of the month well 
that can be extended because as far as I can remember, I've known you for a very long time and these seem to go on for six months minimum. So you're having a bad six months, you know? So How very dear you, sir. <laughs> but I honestly feel there's a great market uh, for this. So, um, yeah, that's the... Um, yeah, sponsor this week, but, but you know, just keep it under your hat. We're still working. I'm right? still working on some, uh, maybe like a volume two of this app. Um, you know, you're not going to believe it, boss. No, we're not. Um, and uh, that's it for this week. That's the that's the sponsor. Wonderful. Can I can I actually tell you something? I've got a, a story to tell you related to the sponsorship of this wonderful podcast, award winning that it is, uh, mainly for the awards of how how you have such ingenious ideas. Um. I was talking to a friend recently who used one of your inventions, one of your uh, sponsors, in a conversation. Really? Where, yeah, I swear, we were talking, this this will be part of the news in a minute, uh, but we were talking and I happened to be looking at my phone and he said something to me and I didn't pay full attention to what he said and I looked up and I went, what? And he went, oh look, a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and i was like yes yeah i'm actually loving that well done dunk yeah good man uh that was that was funny that was brilliant oh dear you managed to remember that i one. love it i do not know but that was great all right <laughs> let's um let's move on to the, the news. news the news um right first of all has to be on a bit of a somber note here um, because this is kind of also related a little bit to the topic of the podcast this week is that it was announced just uh, earlier on um, I think it was the weekend wasn't it? Oh uh, uh, yes, it or was. was it Monday, Sunday, Monday? No, Sunday, mm. Saturday. I can't remember what day it was now. I'm I'm all over the place. It's been a busy weekend. Anyway, um, bouncers wax are closing. Um, incredibly sad news. Jay came out uh, a little while ago to me not came out you know what i mean um it, it came out in a chat so i was doing a, a live chat on instagram a wee while ago and some people popped on and uh, so did jay and, and there was random questions topics things running around in the chat and somebody mentioned uh this might be a bit early but um is there any word of um, wax stock for next year and i thought oh you know you're you're pushing it a bit this is august uh, this is um, not quite uh, the time to talk about it. it. It won't, you know. There's going to be a lot going on. Yeah. Jay of Bouncers Wax happened to be in the chat. He was watching the video at the time. <clears throat> he then basically piped up and said, "I don't think we're going to be there," or or something along those lines. Yeah. And I said, uh, "I said, Jay, that's that's going to be two years you've missed because he he didn't go this year, twenty twenty two. No, he didn't. No, because no. he he was having a holiday." And uh, so, you know, I said, oh, that's going to be two years in a row you've missed. And he said, no, I don't think we'll be around then. And the way I, the, the way I first read it was we're not going to be around as in like we're going to be away doing. Yeah, holiday, you're going to be, un doing, gonna be yeah, unavailable. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then I kind of stopped and read it again and thought, not going to be around. And, and my brain started turning and I was like, do you mean like actually not going mm. to be around. I didn't think he'd say anything at that point, but then he said the next comment was something along the lines of, oops, I think I might have let it out the bag already. And yeah. I thought, you, yeah. I said, no, 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 you're joking. Really? This, this can't be. So then after that chat, nothing else was said about it, but after that chat, I got talking to you and I said, mate, I, you know, I think, I think Bouncers is going to go soon to the way that Jay mentioned this. I don't know if he's winding me up. I don't know the full story here. So you and I had been kind of speculating that this was kind of going to be happening. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah, um, just just was, from that, from that yeah. little interaction that we had. Yeah, there, so was, anyway, there was whispers. Mm. Yeah, there was whispers. So then I went and did uh, a live chat, uh, tail end of last week. Um, and yeah, basically, I think it must have been Thursday night or something. I was doing this live chat and Jay came on and... Uh, other people had come on and the first pe first thing people were saying I hadn't been on Instagram most of the day I'd, I'd, I wasn't feeling great so I got this uh, bunch of comments people saying have you heard about Bouncers that's so sad and I thought what has he announced it I, I don't know what's going on I haven't heard anything because I hadn't been on 
Then Jay popped on. I thought, well, loads of people are talking about it, so he must have announced it. So I said, hey, Jay, look, you know, if you want to talk about this, if you want to discuss it, you know, feel free to, to come on the live with me. And then I thought to myself, no, that's a bit distasteful. I don't, you know, there's no point in doing that. That's, yeah. you know, I don't want to, you know, I thought maybe no, no. I said, no, you don't have to, I, just leave it. And he said, no, no, uh, send me an invite. Let's let's talk about it. So I sent the invite and we finally got connected. And the video is available up on my Instagram if you want to go and see it, where basically Jay spent time talking to me and the, the audience online live about yeah, com- his decision. Yeah, the, exactly, the community. About his decision to close his doors, uh, and then you know it's, it's a it's a big long chat, uh, but he goes through all of it. If you want to learn more about this, go onto my Instagram at SpeckyMcSporran, all one word. Go and have a look on there. The video is there where it starts off with me talking about stuff, and then Jay joins in, and you'll hear everything you need to know. Um, but the short story is, it's it's not something that Jay is as as interested in doing anymore he said he's kind of lost he's, he's lost the fun out of the business um and there are lots of increasing costs happening as well yeah and he's there's there's a lot the support. of support yeah there's a lot of this um about the um financial costs because jay is one of the very few people that actually makes his own in you know he does the raw products so he's making his own stuff now when we yeah. say about brands that make their own stuff 90% of what we talk about is, you know, they're getting it from somewhere where Jay is actually formulating the blends, the waxes, the hand-poured waxes. And it's, a, you know, it, he was one of the original cottage industries to have this amazing brand and this, um, you know, with the, the waxes he was making when he was on with us before, you know, he was talking about his journey. And it is really sad because... He's such a well-known figure within the industry and a, a hugely regarded guy. And, in, yeah. you know, we know he's a lovely, lovely man. And uh, whatever you do, Jay, in the future, we wish you all the best. And we said, you know, don't be strangers. Um, please keep in touch with us. Uh, but it's, you know, it is one of those things. And it is a sign of the times. We've been saying this for the last couple of years that it is a very, very tough industry. I've been talking to a few people about, uh, you know, their their brand and, I know a certain person which is going back to doing another job. He's going to try and run the brand alongside. I know for a fact that one of my mates has got a brand and the actual website is dormant at the moment only because he's too busy with his other job because he can't really go full-time with the, the main detailing job. It's just there isn't the muff, not enough money in it. Yeah, that's it. If you want to hear the story about Jay and Bouncer's Wax, if you go to our podcast, uh, Season 2, Episode 8, we have a chat with Bouncer's Wax, and that is the story. You'll get a really great story from Jay, really insightful guy, really interesting. Um, But it's really sad to hear that uh, he's he's decided to go this way. He said it's it's his decision to make. It's not that he's being forced into this. Uh, He has chosen to go this way. So... I helped out a little bit. The last thing I want to see is if a company is going to close their doors, that they close their doors with a bunch of unsold product. So Jay has a discount code. Now, by the time you guys get this on uh, your podcast in your ears, it may already be a bit late. Most of the products may have gone. But if you are looking to try and pick up something from Bouncers that he may have any stock left of, you can go to the Bouncers website and you can use the code BY, that's B-Y-E, and that will get you 20% off absolutely anything on the site. He is going to sell off as much of the stock as he possibly can. And obviously, we want to try and help him do that, clear his decks, and let him you know, move on to whatever he's got in the future, um, just to help him you know, a little bit there. Um, he's been incredibly supportive to us. Um, he really has been fantastic. Yes. He's been a great friend. Yeah. He's been a great supporter, a great person to get to know and um and as paul said we wish him all the very best for the future we would uh we would love to see uh, a small resurgence come back if he happens to release limited edition products in the future because we're going to be sad to see some of these products go and it's sad to see this happening in the industry in general nobody likes to see uh, a business closing their doors unfortunately Um, this is the way it has to be and uh, with the current uh, cost crisis, cost of living yeah. crisis that we have in the UK. It, it's, it. I don't think this is going to be the last we see of some companies closing their doors. I've listened back to some of our podcasts, and we are basically telling people bad news 
every time we do the podcast. So every two weeks, there is another brand folding. And that's the, you know, that's the reality of it at the moment. Um, there isn't many weeks where we've said, you know, oh, you know, this is, you know, they've gone, they're going or, you know, whatever. So it is getting more and more common. So yeah. try and get out there and support the, the brands the best you can. We know it's a fully stretched um, time of the year. Obviously, we've now got a new prime minister. God help us. Uh, <sighs> Dizzy yeah. Lizzy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but in other news, uh, on a brighter note, shall we say. Yes. Um, you've got a video out, haven't you? I do. This one's a... A bit interesting, a bit different, a bit out of my comfort zone for sure, and apparently a little bit like some sort of shopping channel. <laughs> yes, some might say you're jack of all trades. Ah, uh, there goes the pun. Yes, I was sent a jack kit from a company called Vivor. If you want to watch this video, it's kind of oh, interesting. Oh, that well-known brand, Vivor, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I had never heard of them either. But that's not really the point. They sent me a... I'll tell you the story. The first thing they said was, hey, would you like to try this uh, new, this pneumatic jack, five-ton pneumatic jack? Which I thought, well, that's lovely, but it needs a compressor, and I don't have a compressor, so that's not going to work out. And they said, uh, okay, is there anything else that we could maybe sort you out with? What about one of these electric jacks? Now, they had two different types of electric jack. They had a scissor type, which is essentially, you know the ones I'm talking about, you know, it looks like a squashed down thing. You know, yeah, when it's very traditional away. scissor jack, yes. Yes. Donkey's yeah. years old, yes. And then, you know, what you do is you put a little lever into the end of a little kind of loop, and then you just start twisting it, and it works its way up so one of these electric ones it, it essentially replaces the loop that you put a, a twisty tool into with a little motor so you push a button and it goes up and i looked at it and i thought you know what that one kind of looks really cheap and nasty um but they had this other one and it's an electric hydraulic bottle jack and uh and this one was kind of interesting and this is a full kit so it's a it's a bottle electric hydraulic bottle jack with uh what do you call it uh an impact gun to get yeah. your wheel nuts off. And uh, the jack itself also has an air compressor in it, so you can pump up your tires. So essentially, you've got everything in there you need to get your car up off the ground and to help you get your wheel nuts off and get your wheels changed, your tires pumped up, all these kind of things. It's kind of a cool kit, actually. Um, it, it has to be said that, yes, the impact gun, as some people mentioned in the comments, does look a bit like a cake mixer. That's... <laughs> <laughs> it does it kind of it kind of does and that's okay it's allowed to look like that because at the end of the day it works it works yeah not everybody is keen on it that's but it's not about, my concern it's 82.99 it. and it works pretty damn well and there's a discount code on the video if you go and check out the video if you fancy buying one i get nothing for this by the way i was sent the product for free I don't get any kickbacks. I don't get any money. I don't get anything for it. I just wanted to review it because it was different. And it is car-related in a way because we like to jack up the car. We like to take the wheels off, do a uh, wheels-off detail, or get the car up in the air and spin the tires around when you're applying your dressings or any of these kind of things, or jacking it up just to get access to lower sections of the car if you want to extend your suspension so you can get more access to your wheel arches and so on. It's a good piece of kit. It's actually pretty decent. But and it's not if everybody's it's, choice. No, if it's raining, you can then go and make a cake because you can use that gun. <laughs> should should I should I make some sort of TikTok video where people I'll say people have said this looks like a cake mixer, and then I'll attach sellotape, uh, uh, like a what do you call it, a whisk on the on the end of it, and see what happens. Oh, oh you're so domesticated. What do you call it? A, a whisk. A whisk, it's a whisk. Yes, well, what else do you bloody call it? It's a mixy thing. That's what it is. So anyway, oh, yes, that video is there. Berry. If you want to go and... Ch if you wanna <laughs> no, I, I think I'm better to... I'm, I'm more like Fanny Craddock than Mary Berry, to be perfectly honest. I bet you honest. are. <laughs> yeah, Fanny. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh. Right. So yeah, okay. there's that. There's that. You've got... You've Shut up. You've got content. Oh, I... Oh, I I beg your pardon. I don't know you that well. Um, it must be these shorts. Um, yes. I, that's that's I what have. it is. is are you, have you got a jack in your pocket? Are you just happy to see me? Or is it a cake mixer? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, moving on swiftly. Um, I'm back on the YouTube gravy train, as it were. Where'd that come from? Um, I did an... <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I know. Uh, so I... 
after lots of people have been moaning because I don't do interior videos, and you know why, but that that could all be changing very, very soon. So I thought um, I would do the interior of my son's BMW Z46. It has that lovely off creamy color interior, and that video is this is the, out. Um, the greeny one, the green car. Not, not the red yeah, one. yeah, the green one, yeah, the, the, the smaller yeah. one. Um, yeah. and uh, I did a video, and, and it's been received. Loads of people like it. They really, they love the video. So that kind of like spurred me on. Now, on the Friday after I did that one in the week, and then I had another car in, which is by the time this podcast goes out, you hopefully would have seen the video. Now I've done it. <laughs> uh, and, and this was a friend of ours has got a BMW 1 Series and they were going on holiday and I said I can do the car here, it's not a problem and they just thought I was going to do the exterior of the car and they got a nice surprise when they opened the door and I'd done the interior however, uh, yeah so I was going to joke at that one so nice surprise, they opened the door and you'd shat in the passenger seat <laughs> <laughs> I dumped my used tissue collection on the on the, on the floor. Um, what's I know why you there? asked them to leave the car with you while they were on holiday, so you could do a bunch of skids down at Tesco car park at eleven o'clock at night with the kids. <laughs> you can't get in Tesco's car park that late at night; it's just full of mobility scooters drifting. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's women's uh, women's institute down there, Norman, on Saturday night. They hold their annual uh, figure of eight drifting event. Um, anyway. <laughs> Back to the story. I want one. that to be a thing. <laughs> <laughs> it can be. Um, yeah, so I I was doing the car. Now, lots of people that are out there do YouTube. They, they When you do YouTube, you don't look at the clock. You, do, you just lose track of time. Now, bearing in mind, this car was dropped off around about half past nine, and it had to be delivered at quarter past two. So I had to go and pick the client up, and then they came back, and the jaw hit the floor and they said what the hell have you done to my car no that's not what I said um, so Flames I was up doing the side it. Of it yeah exactly so I was finishing off the outside and I had no idea what the time was and my lovely wife said oh do you want a drink do you want something sweet I said no, no I'm fine I'm too busy and uh, she goes um, you do realise you've only got 45 minutes left don't you and I was like uh, excuse me I'm sorry I was probably halfway through the interior by then now I have Started to put up a few more interior shots. But more importantly, as news, a massive thanks to a certain friend of the podcast and friend of the channels, Darren Birchmore. Now, Darren Birchmore, after I'd said on my channel, hint, hint, as a joke, um, if anyone's got a GoPro, can they send me one? And he uh, sent me um, a cross tour 4K uh, action camera, which, by the way, is very, very good. And I've started using it back in my videos, but I made a massive uh, techie error, which um, you're probably going to laugh at. I left the date stamp on in the top left-hand corner and didn't realise until after I started editing. Yeah, but I think if you take the batteries out of those, don't they just factory reset, or do mm. they actually store it on the memory card? I'm not too I don't sure. know. Each 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 action camera is different. I don't know for sure. You realise, though, that you, you're trying to remove something that doesn't need to be removed. If it's small and it's in the corner, you cover it up with a logo on your editor. It's yeah, it's so not can, difficult. Yeah, I can do that. I, I did think about that today. Or, um, or you have a little thing in the corner that covers over it with text that simply says, Action Cam. You know, and then people can understand it's an action cam shot as opposed to a standard camera shot. Or Pratt You're cam. overthinking. Yeah, Pratt Cam. You, you're overthinking these things. Honestly, yeah, it's I'd, not well, you know the me. biggest deal in the world. And to be perfectly honest, does it really matter? You could simply say, I didn't change the date timestamp thing on the camera. Trust me, this isn't, you know, December 1965. You know, no. it's it's fine. It's it's not a big deal. It's not a problem. No. But in the so, meantime, um, you know, if, if anybody has um, anything spare like a Sony Alpha Series camera or an NX100, you know, because I... I I'm just looking for more freebies like you, to be perfectly honest. You're so jammy. You're so jammy. Well, fact, you're more than jammy because you got more stuff. You got well, more yes. things. That brings me to the next thing. So I also mentioned in the podcast, um, if anyone has a bit of in Spain, no, I didn't say that. Um, <laughs> That's the next uh, on, one, though. 
I'm thinking about it. <laughs> if anyone would like to dig a swimming pool in my back garden, feel free. Um, no, I, I actually mentioned, this is something I've been talking to you about, um, is getting an air compressor because I, I did used to have one and it was it was very prehistoric. It was awful, to be honest with you. It this was because of Pan. This was a video that Pan made. Yes, Pan made it. got us talking about this. Yeah, and I thought, you know what, that is a, that's a pretty good bit of kit. And when I was doing the, um, the garage therapy interior video, the foam, I, I, I noticed some of it was still in the door card, and I thought, I, I really need a blower. Um, so that requires... Now, I have a warm air blower, which is great. And lots of people have said, why don't you just use that? Yes, you can use them, but I actually want an air compressor for other things as well, i.e. the Tornador um, gun, and obviously using it to blow out interiors and just force all the crap out from underneath the seats. And, and also like for I, blowing out debris, debris from uh, polishing pads. Yes, well, that's some. That's kind of where after watching Larry um, do that, and obviously um, our very own uh, white detail Jim, he does that a lot, and he blows the residue into a bucket. That is a really good idea. Yeah. And I was talking about this, and then I got a DM from our friend Paul over at Long Melford Valentin Supplies, big uh, high high to Paul, and he said, "I've got an air compressor. Do you want it?" And I was like. Well, I kind of like not really in the market at the moment. He goes, no, no, no. I just want it to go to a good home. So it sounds like I'm going to be getting an air compressor. I'm going to... Honestly, this is... The detail community are amazing. So they've given me a camera, you know, basically to say, get on with it and start making some more interior stuff, you donut. And now I've got an air compressor coming. So... Exciting times, and it just shows you what an amazing amount of uh, brilliant people we have um, that we're surrounded by, you know, and in the YouTube and the detailing community. They want you to succeed. Um, so I love, yeah, I love so, how you say we. Yeah, well, all right, me. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this we that you speak of? Is this the royal we? Scumbag. <laughs> Oh dear, you get yeah, all so thank things. you very much. I think that's all the news, isn't it? Uh, pretty much no, covered everything now, me. No, no, no. Oh, no. no. Oh, You've I had your couple in. of bits. You've had your right. moment in the spotlight. Shut up. Um, <laughs> I got up to something interesting, which will be coming in a video soon-ish. Yes, yes. Uh, if you are on my Instagram, you may have seen that I had a visit from a Toyota GR Yaris the uh, rally homologated car and um, phenomenal as it is I managed to get that uh, on video for my first ever ceramic coating it is a light ceramic coating I should point that out it's not uh, it's not a full-blown long-term ceramic so this is a 12-month ceramic coating I have never coated a car before but I have in a way, kind of done it as far as how to apply it in the whole, you know, cross-hatch pattern, things like that, because we've done that with other products. Um, specifically, the first time I tried anything like that, that kind of application was the Garage Therapy 3CS, because you apply that more like a coating than you do a sealant. Um, so that gave me a little bit of experience, but I managed to use a ceramic coating along with some dedicated ceramic coating applicators sent by another company. I'm not going to say any of the names right now. I'm going to let you see that when it comes out on video and you'll learn Ooh, all about you which products. I'm, it is a bit of a tease. I'm sorry about that. But yeah, dedicated applicators and a 12-month light ceramic coating on this car. It was given a full uh, wash and chemical decontamination. I did not go in with a clay bar, clay mitt, any kind of clay at all. Because the paint was so new, because this car is practically brand new, he's only had it for a couple of weeks. That uh, honestly, really? the only yeah, honestly, he had to wait like eighteen months for it to be shipped over from Japan. You know, wow. because yeah, there's a huge waiting list for these cars. Lots of people have been saying on Instagram that uh, these cars are the only ones they know of where the value goes up after you've purchased it. That's that. That's how popular these things are. They are undoubtedly the most sought-after performance car on the market right now. So he's only had this thing for two weeks, and he wanted it coated because he's a marine engineer, so he goes away for eight weeks at a time. His car stays at home, so he wants nice protection on it. And I said, well, let me try giving it this first, this 12-month coating. We'll see how that lasts, and then we'll come back to it later on. I'll give him a list of maintenance products to stay on top of it and keep it looking nice, and then I'll come back to it in six months' time. We'll have a look and see how that coating is holding up 
or not. You know, see if there's any areas mm. where it's failing or not. Um, so that'll be an interesting one to actually follow up with in the future because it'll get a decontamination watch, but I'm also going to figure out if demineralizing is going to help it because we've had conversations about this previously that yes, demineralizing can actually it, it bring your coating back. I've, yeah, yeah, I've been doing it even on the um, on the Fuso coat, even yeah. you know, taking the grime out of the clear coat, and it does reinvigorate it. It does work. Now, it'll um, be interesting you... to see if there's much of a difference here, though, because you guys have got harder water down there than we have up here. Oh, so boy. it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, you, you know this. You know, yeah. my, my water you... has fairies in it. Yours has tattoos. Exactly. When you say he's uh, a marine engineer, do you, yeah. do you mean he works at pets at home and he changes the water in the fish tanks? Or is he a proper uh, marine engineer? He, I can't... I, all I can say is he works on a private yacht. Oh, it's like and it's James Bond, isn't it? It's 007. <laughs> have you ever have you ever seen um, Abramovich's giant boat thing? Not lately, no. Funny no. enough, uh, no, but you've probably seen pictures of it. Yes, yeah. it's massive. Okay, it's it's not far off of that. He's got a proper job, hasn't he? He's a he, proper bloke. He's a proper bloke. He's a marine engineer. He, he goes off. He goes away for eight hard. months. He's a good man. He's he's honestly he's a solid guy. He's one of the most one of the nicest guys I've I know, and and yet he works damn hard, and he goes away eight eight weeks at a time, and he's looking after this giant private yacht, this multi hundreds of millions of pounds worth of of yacht, uh, and he looks after it, and then he comes home and he comes home for eight weeks, and because he works in international waters, he gets to not pay tax. Which is a bit. Oh, jammy. I love him already. And he also has no kids, no misses. You know, he's got basically oh. no overheads. This is why he can afford to go and buy the Yaris oh. GR. You know, no, no I don't, I don't like him. <laughs> Suddenly, he's a scumbag, and I hate him. <laughs> no, um, we hate him. No, no, no kids, no, no misses. A, a performance, a performance car. Oh, he's, oh, he's hang honestly, on, my heart. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a smashing guy. I've known him yeah, for good. god twenty odd years. We used to cruise together. That's um that's how long we've known each other. Um so it's it's been great to do that. So that's coming in a future video. Another thing that's happening, people on my Instagram know about this, but you guys maybe don't. And if you guys maybe are interested in this, I've got some mystery boxes coming. Now these are not what you would expect from other mystery boxes. Essentially, I'm getting rid of some products that I can no longer keep because I'm running out of space to keep all my products. So what I'm doing is, on the suggestion of one of my followers on Instagram, Rab, he suggested that I essentially sell them in mystery boxes. So each mystery box will cost £20. That includes your postage. You'll get four products in there. And you will get a minimum of half a bottle of of each product. There's nothing less than they're all like 500 ml bottles basically, and there's no bottle with less than 250 ml in it. But most of them have a hell of a lot more than that. So there's going to be waxes, sealants. There's going to be what a good idea. Shampoos. There's going to be oh, all sorts of different types of products in I'll there. I bet so, I get the crap ones. Well, you know, at the end of the day, it's a mystery. You don't know what you're going to get. There's nothing crap. I should point this out. There's actually nothing crap. <laughs> if there was any crap products that would go in the bin, I don't give them to people if I don't think they're they're worth someone's time. They're still a decent product. And so whatever you, you get like in them. there. What? No, because at the end, of, they're mysteries. I'm going to package them up ahead of time. So they're all going to be evenly, equally packaged. And I'm just going to grab one at random. So they're all going to be packaged up before they get any names on them. And then if somebody wants one, they can reach out to me on Instagram, let me know, uh, and then we'll work out a way of paying for it. And then I will post it down to them and they will get a random package of a minimum of four products with at least, you know, at least four, three bottles in there with a minimum of half bottle in each. The thing is, when you go to some of these subscription box services, places like that, where you maybe get a sampler and your sampler is 100 mil. So yeah, you're gonna yeah, get I've done, more. I've done it myself. Yeah, yeah, you're you're gonna get more out of it from my products, and you're gonna get products which I would be happy to give to someone else and say, "You use this. I know you'll get good results from this." Now Value they might not for be money. 
Yeah, this is it. They might all not all be like the most fantastic. They might not all be Garage Therapy, Turtle Wax products. You know, some of them might be some smaller brands, but they are brands which have products which are still decent. Anything that wasn't decent, I got rid of because I, I don't want to give somebody something that I wouldn't be happy. So I'm I'm confident that everything that is going to go in these mystery boxes is something that you guys are going to enjoy. So if it's something you are interested in, please go ahead over onto my Instagram. Follow me on there, at Specky McSporran. And uh, I will post more updates later when these are all ready to go. Um, but I've been getting pushed back for this. People saying, oh, come on. Because I've, I've put all the products aside. I just haven't gone around to the boxing and packaging yet. But I've finally got enough empty Amazon boxes, I think, <laughs> from all my other deliveries to uh, mm. to package these up. So. Watch the space. I think that's, yes, watch the space. But that's the news. That's the news, so isn't get, it? That, I think that's the news. I hope that's the news. Crack, it's half past ten at night. Right, um, see you next week. <laughs> uh, we've been recording for ages, right? We haven't got a huge amount of time to talk about this. Right, let's get into this. This is the topic of the video, which is the cost of detailing. So the, not only is this related to the fact that we've seen bouncers and so many other brands closing their doors because some of this is related to costs, but also, we've got a major cost of living crisis here in the UK right now and around lots of other places in the world, but the UK is being hit the hardest. This means that detailing is no longer uh, something you can just enjoy for a bit of fun. This is now going to be something which is, it's a conscious decision. Are you actually going to spend your money on this? You know, your hard-earned money now has to be spent so much more wisely and it's going to be so much more difficult. When we say that detailing is a luxury, that sentiment is now tenfold because there is so much more happening right now with where your money needs to go that you have to now decide, can I afford to go and buy the latest and greatest product? And this is where the cost of detailing really comes into something now because there are so many products out there, so many companies making 500 ml bottles of something and it's a, a single use product and you and I Paul we were talking about this recently about yep. products which can be used in multiple fashions that can yep, be absolutely. made to be applicable to multiple stages of your detailing process so this is something I'm I'm very passionate about as much as it's nice to have a tire cleaner for example and there's nothing wrong with tire cleaners they have a place no but i think they're also too much of a luxury because i know other products which do as good a job if not better but are not a dedicated one single use product no i think what we're trying to say is we're trying to narrow the field we're trying to narrow the field of your product regime so when you get yeah. to the stage where just let's just pick what Specky just said: tire cleaning products, or or maybe a dedicated uh, bug, you know, bug oh, remover, bug removers. you know, things like that. Try and look at it. You're gonna to have to save money somewhere. And I know it's your hobby, and it's it's our hobby, and we love it to bits. You know, my wife's got a hobby. Um, she goes to dog agility. She takes the dogs to dog dog agility every week, and it's it's quite expensive to be honest with you. I didn't realize how much money it blooming costs, but. You know, that's her hobby and mine is obviously car care. And obviously we get sent an awful lot of stuff, but we do actually buy stuff. But we always make a conscious decision. And it's probably more, with me and Specky, when we do buy something, we make sure we're going to buy something and actually use it, not because we just love the look of it. So what we're saying is to replace maybe a bug remover, why not just use a strong APC? Then that APC yeah. can do bug splats. It can do tire cleaning wheel cleaning it's a multi-purpose product and that's what we're trying to get at in this podcast we're going to try and steer you guys and girls in the right direction so you don't just buy a one-off product and then just use it up and toss a 500 mil bottle in the bin because then you're going to be replacing it very very quickly you go through 500 mils of products very very quickly in most cases not every yeah. case obviously i i made a video about this a while ago not that long ago where I asked the question, do you need uh, a dedicated tire cleaner? And this showed quite conclusively that no, you don't. Now, what did we use before dedicated tire cleaners were a thing? What did you use, Paul? Um, before 
Well, I use Decon shampoo when I found out how blooming good that is at pretty much everything. And then if I'm doing like a larger commercial, I'll, I'll reach for the cheaper APC, um, a generic APC. But I've recently been using the Auto Glance APC, which is very, very good. So it's an all-purpose cleaner, an all-purpose cleaner degreaser. Yeah. And that's what and, I'll and use. And in most cases, you only really need that um, to clean the wheels. I... I think once I held, and this is all in all the time I've been doing detail, and I've only ever owned, I think, five liters of a, of a wheel cleaner once. Yeah. I've never bothered to restock it and think, you know, I really need some more of that. I won't name names; it's not fair on the brands, but I, you know, and I have got wheel cleaners in bottles on the shelf. I've got Bilberry, you know, I got the the Valet Pro stuff. I think I've got a couple of others, but I'm I pretty much used them all to be honest with you. I'm not. A, I just think they're another thing that you've got to reach for, and then why bother when you've just cleaned the tire with an APC? And then if it's that bad, you're yeah. going to be following up with a fallout remover anyway, aren't you? True. I so, mean, I think I started as a wheel cleaner. I started with Bilberry, and the only reason I thought that was a good idea was because you can dilute blue bil, Bilberry to different ways. I was going to say Blueberry, stupid. Um, but you can dilute Bilberry, so you can make a stronger version for when the wheels are really bad, and you can make a lighter version for just a maintenance yeah. clean. Yeah, you can. Um, so you can definitely do that, but again, it's it's a one, it's a single use product, whereas an all-purpose cleaner can be all different things. It can be a wheel cleaner, a tire cleaner, it can be a pre-wash, it can be a bug remover, it can be um, something to clean your door shuts. It can clean your engine bay. It can clean uh, your glass if you dilute it down a bit. It can clean some of your interior if you've got a, a weak weak solution of it. There's so many things that an all-purpose cleaner can do. And it doesn't have to be a flashy, expensive all-purpose cleaner. You put me onto that, uh, the stuff off eBay, the uh, Z101. Oh, um, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah, it made Smith. It made Smith really ill because I put too much in a bottle, and she went and done someone showering it, and then came back coughing like she'd been smoking twenty woodbines. Yeah, there you go. So you know that that is a cheap all-purpose cleaner. I picked up ten liters of it for eighteen quid. It it's it's cheap. cheap as chips. It's it's cheap and cheerful. It's not the most you know effective APC, but when it's so cheap, you yeah. can afford to make up slightly stronger solutions of it. And remember, product is only part of the battle. And you've said this. You've you love this one, Paul. Ninety percent application. Yeah, that's exactly. Ten percent product. Yeah, exactly it. So you know, you're cleaning tires. Do you need a really super powerful tire uh, tire cleaner, or do you need an APC and the correct type of brush to clean your tires with? You're going to get better results when you've got the right tools. Yep. Tools are another thing. Brushes that you're going to be using. Do they have to be a dedicated tire brush? Does it have to be a dedicated wheel brush? Well, Do you have to buy one of these fancy tire dressing applicators? No, you don't. For years... We're lucky. We've applying, got them. We, we, we have to say that. Yeah, we, we, yes, know, we, we're, we're very we lucky. But yeah, by the same token, we, we, we've been in the position where you know we, our budget was stretched and we had to buy these things ourselves. And we haven't lost that at all. I'm still very much uh, a savvy buyer, a savvy user of things. I don't want to use the expensive stuff all the time. The word you're looking for is um, Scottish, I believe. Thank you. That's the name. That's, That's the name. Incredibly right? racist, but thanks so much for that. I just want to clear it up. Carry on. Thanks. Thanks. The only way is Essex. So, okay. um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, for years, I was using car sponges, not to clean the car, but I was chopping them up into chunks and then using those to apply tire dressings onto the tires. Yep. Using them to apply dressings onto black bumper trim and you know bumpers and trim sections and things like that. Using a little chunk of those foam sponges was a better way of doing it than having a dedicated applicator. Does that mean that the applicator that I really love, the, the brush from Carscope for putting on my tire dressing, does that mean that that's useless? No, it's a great product. It's fantastic. It spreads a product better than anything I know. But does that mean that you have to use that one? No, you don't. You don't have to go and spend that money. You could no. go down to Wilco's and buy a jumbo pack of sponges for 99p and chop them up into bits. And there you go, a whole load of applicators for you right there. So you don't have to go crazy with it. So cutting costs doesn't have to be 
as difficult as some people will make it out to be. Although there is a dedicated product for a specific job, it doesn't mean it's the only product available for that job. You don't have to have a tire cleaner. You don't have to have a bug remover. You don't have to have an engine bay cleaner, all these things. There are multi-uses. And I think some companies are getting a little bit savvy to this. It's interesting because I've, I've seen a few companies talking about this. Specifically, I want to uh, mention Cav at Stjarnagloss. He mentioned the other day on a, an Instagram post about some of the products, his um, Parla spray sealant could be used on your dashboard, can be used in your engine bay to protect your plastics, and can be used on your leather to protect your leather because most leather has some sort of plastic coating on it. That's, Clever yeah, that's not- stuff. Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much like my one of my favourite products is Car Pro Pearl because you can use it on pretty much everything. You can use it on the uh, plastics inside the door as you step in, tyres. We've got it on the lower part of the Metro where it's got that horrible black undersill. I've diluted it down to like ten to one because you can dilute it, so that makes it a really good product. Um, it comes in a decent sized bottle. You can get it in five hundred ml and one litre bottle. As you get the, the one litre bottle. It's not the cheapest product in the world, but it is very, very versatile. So it's another thing that's very versatile as well. Well, yeah, but, I mean, it, the name itself, P-E-R-L, it stands for Plastic Engine Rubber and Leather. So that's it. it's it's multi-purpose. Yeah. Um, again, yeah, great shout for that. So, you know, you've got all-purpose cleaners, you've got products like Pearl. What else can we get multiple uses out of? Do you need a glass cleaner? You can dilute down... Uh, an all-purpose cleaner to clean your glass at the end of the day. We The reason we like glass cleaners is because they generally tend to have a, a, a fair amount of isopropyl alcohol, alcohol in them. Easy for you to say. I know, it's not like me. Um, I'm supposed but, to drink yeah, it, it's, you know. <laughs> I like this alcohol. Um, but yeah, you can. It, the reason we like it to have alcohol in it is to allow it to flash away and to have less smears. I tell you what helps you keep the smears down, the right kind of uh, glass towel. Use one of those fish scale glass towels. You'll get hardly anything left behind. And if you follow it up with a second one, which is dry, you don't have to worry about the streaks and smears. Is a fancy glass cleaner going to be better than a cheap glass cleaner? Yes. But do you have to spend the money on the fancy one? Not necessarily. No, I mean, it's funny you mentioned about glass cleaners because my wife's a cleaner. That's her job um, as well as being an amazing wife. Um, but she and uses... wife is a job. Well, looks after me, so it must be a job. Um, <laughs> she was up until now. I can say this actually now. She was using PowerMax glass cleaner because it smells yes, I really remember nice. You talking about that? Yeah. And I had a load of it because um, I thought, well, if it because there were some deals on eBay and that, and I was buying like PowerMax. So I thought because I can use it on the cars as well, even though I get sent an enormous amount of glass cleaner. And then I thought, you know what? I'm gonna just just for a laugh, I'm gonna try and get a really cheap glass cleaner. I bought us some glass cleaner. It was nine ninety nine for five liters. Now, admittedly, it does look like blue loo. It's a very strong color. <laughs> and I said to her, "Is that any good?" And she went, "Yeah, it's fine. That's good." You know, now it might not be strong enough for cars. It might not be that great, but for houses, it, it's fine. So that's just a separate story. But what we we're trying to say is. If you are going to make cutbacks, you know, you can buy cheap, buy twice. We know that. Try and make some some decent decisions. And I've said this in numerous chats and live chats and probably on the podcast as well. Make your decisions based on, you know, affordability, um, a brand you trust, and try and get bulk because we don't know what's going to happen in the next three to four months and six months and beyond. So I've noticed, I know a lot of people, they oh, you know, five litres is this much, it's that, it's that much. Most of these products are highly concentrated anyway. You will get a lot more for your money. When you look at the actual pricing structure between a 500 mil keg, if you want to call it, um, and and the one litre bottle and the 500 mil bottle, it's a bit of a no-brainer in most cases. Well, I think it is anyway. And more and more brands are stocking five litre uh, products. Yeah, I mean, th- this is the thing. Sometimes you'll get uh, a much 
much better deal if you can uh, if you can buy a, a 500 mil a five liter sorry over a 500 mil mm, um one that yeah. kind of stands Absolutely. out to mind as a very good all-purpose cleaner really strong really useful is uh, i know some people don't like the brand but you know you got to give credit where it's due built hamber surf xhd is an excellent all-purpose cleaner and buying five liters of that will get you a long way that's a, mm, a really good definitely. product um, but it's a much better price to buy it five liters than to buy it 500 mil or a liter or something like that. That's worthwhile having. Now, I had a, a telephone call this morning. <laughs> Listen to me, telephone. I was on the telephone, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I was having a phone call this morning with our good friend, Siviki. Um, we were having a quick chat, and we were talking about things like this, about you know multi-use products and, and what can be had for cheap. And um, and she brought up something. If you remember, um, her pal uh, Peter that came along to Wax Doc. Yeah, smashing guy. Remember PJ? Yeah. I blame um, him for guy. my headache. <laughs> yes, well, he did. He did hit us with. Uh, what was it? Did he buy the sambucas? I think he might have bought uh, sambucas. Yeah, I don't know. Gearbox <laughs> oil with fire in it or something. I don't know what something it was. Something like that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, he she said that he is obsessed with using elbow grease. Now, I'll tell you something. Elbow grease, this is the kind of stuff that you can find in B&M, Home Bargains, Wilco's, all these things. My wife uses that. For like 99p for 500 mil. And honestly, mm. that is a powerful degreaser. It I mean, is. seriously. It's good. I'm, it, I'm really impressed with that stuff. But it's not. It's obviously single use. It's not dilutable because it's just ready it's, to no. use. It's, it's, it's domestic cleaner. And um, it is. it's very, very good. Yeah, my wife uses that. But honestly, but like if you find yourself, it. yeah, if you if you find yourself stuck for product, you need a good strong degreaser, an all-purpose cleaner of sorts that you can just pick up and just crack on with. To be pro- perfectly honest, you could probably dilute elbow grease because it is so strong. Like if that stuff is blowing about in the air, I'm hacking and coughing. It's not nice stuff to be around. So you could probably get away with diluting that down a bit and still find you'll get a good product out of it. But honestly, I really like elbow grease. That is another good shout for something which is kind of simple and basic, but at the end of the day, works well. Okay, it's not going to be quite as cost effective perhaps as some others, but I mean, if you're paying a pound for 500 mil, then five litres is a tenner. That's still actually not bad for five litres of APC. That's actually a good quality degreaser. On the subject of, of house domestic products, um, there is a... I'm going to steal this hack. There is a product that Larry um, Amo, Drive Clean, the poster boy. Ammo. Yeah, Amo, him as well. That's his brother. Um, <laughs> he's got a... Uh, I watched him do an engine, and I think he was doing like an inlet manifold or something, and there is a product called Barkeeper's Friend. And that is a yes. powdered form abrasive, which you mix up with water, and it forms a your own sort of abrasive paste. Now, obviously, there's going to be certain areas of a vehicle you can you can use this on, which are going to be you know fairly safe, i.e., bright work in an engine bay, you know things like that. You wouldn't be using this on the exterior, or at least I hope you're not. Maybe the inside of an exhaust, you know, around the tip, maybe. I mean, I use wire wool, 40 wire wool, and I use um, AM Details metal polish, which is weird mm-hmm. because every time I go and pick up the tin, I can't find the new tin, and I've seen it, and I keep picking the old one up. And I think, I must pick up the new tin, and it's, it's I don't know, I think I put it in my wax pot or something. I've got like a big box full of wax pots. It's in there somewhere. Very well, odd. That sounds, anyway. like a, that sounds like a hint to me. Alan, I can't find my tin. Oh, no, I've, I've got it. Do? I'll just put it somewhere. Yeah, but th- so that's another... We're not saying just go out and buy loads of domestic stuff to clean your car with, but you can... There is a, a, as a few hacks like that, and that stuff is really good, and it goes for... It goes on forever, that stuff. So I'm going to use that one, yeah, actually. Alan, uh, um, and you also, I can't find that bottle of uh, hybrid sealant that you never sent me. <laughs> Five minutes of no phone. And the other one, which we haven't really mentioned, is this come away from degreasers and, and heavy-duty cleaners, is yep. things like rinse aids, quick detailers, um, water spot removers. Now, I use um, Koshkemi FSE. It's in a one-litre bottle. It's not very expensive. It's fantastic on glass. It's great on the bodywork. It leaves you a nice finish as a little topper-upper. 
um, and it's very quick to, to dry your car with. So that's another good product, which it will last for ages. It's And it's really a demineralizer, good. FSE. Yes, it is. It takes yeah. out, I wouldn't say it takes out the stronger ones, which you maybe nope. have on like a glass. Um, uh, God, let's make yeah, on, on windscreens okay. where your wipers don't reach some of your I nearly, I nearly made myself look, yeah, I nearly made myself look really stupid and said a glass sunroof. Well, it's not going to be made of bricks, is it? <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't glass, sun couldn't come through. I'm losing it. Honest to God. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So, mm. a glass sunroof, really. <laughs> I thought they were carpet. Uh, um, otherwise otherwise known as a sunroof. <laughs> yeah. Hang on, I'll just pull the curtains. Um, yeah, a, a sunroof. I've tried it on a sunroof, and it's not as good as the Autoglance uh, water spot remover. That stuff is quite whiffy, but that does remove the water spots. See, that's um, the thing. FSE, it's it's meant to be for uh, it's meant to be like a quick detailer, which has that mineral deposit removal ability. But it's not in itself a dedicated water spot remover. It's not a demineralizer. Uh, you know, it's it's also meant to be a quick detailer at the same time. So if you yeah. want to get something more effective, I was trying the other day the Car Pro Spotless. And I, I want to try that. That's my, that's on my list. I need to. Do you know try what? That. Right. Okay. I tried Car Pro Spotless, and I tried what I can't avoid calling Nova Yoke, thanks to Ron at Valet Nova, uh, is the Chemical Guys Heavy Duty Water Spot Remover Gel. Looks oh, like egg yes. yolk. Now, I'm going to tell you something. If you haven't tried that, Sunshine, you need to go and try it and tell me how you get on with it. I am not kidding you. This stuff was like a nuclear bomb for water spots on my windscreen of my Fiesta. I wanted to give it a try. Mm. I knew I had some really bad water spotting in the section where the wipers wouldn't reach. Over so can you agitate it? You, you just put it on then agitate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So essentially, yeah, put it onto a microfiber, put it onto a brush, put it onto any kind of applicator you want, and then simply get take a small amount, dab it out, and then wipe it over. And just wipe it, move it, move it around, and it breaks down those mineral deposits, and then you can just kind of wash it off. You can use warm water to, to rinse it off and wash it over. Um, mm. You do need to kind of clean it off with something. You need some water to take it off. But I'm going to tell you this. I've never looked at my glass for so long in one spot as I did when I took this stuff off. I looked at my glass and I thought there was something wrong because it looked completely different to how I expected it to look. Really impressive stuff. And because it's a gel, a small amount goes a decent distance. So it's really worthwhile trying. If But again, that is a dedicated use product. It's not really what we're talking about here today, but again, it is a dedicated use product. Whereas the Koch Chemi FSE is a quick detailer, which also will help to break down and improve the look of water spots on your paint. So you get a kind of double action there. Yeah. And the other thing, which I know I've now since grown to love um, because I've been using the Mild Deep Sheen product, which is the essentially a wet coat. Yes. That... I just, that stuff is brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. A hundred mil in a lance and you've basically whacked your LSP right through the roof or you can use it as a single uh, use LSP, last stage protection. I've used it yet again in another video because it's so easy to use. And although it's only, you know, you can get it in, in a bigger size, that saves time. It saves you being out there because we are approaching the... Uh, I was going to say the colder months, but it's still about 150 degrees in here. Um, <laughs> For you, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, we're approaching the time when you want to be indoors a bit sooner. It's, you know, the nights are drawing in. And and that is such a good product. And it's coated the car. It's, you know, you can use it as a as a winterizer, if you like, over the winter months. And it's I think it's a quite an efficient product as well. Because um, I have used those in the past where you have to use an enormous amount of them to get a, a reaction. But that's, I was, that's just insane. Yeah, I was just looking at my Instagram posts to see uh, if I received Sheen from Mile Deep. I have a box of Mile Deep stuff, which I've yet to make a video about. And yes, Sheen is definitely there. So I do remember that one. Yeah, I'm interested good. to see how that works because uh, one of my absolute favorite uh, wet coat products is the now sadly dead... Uh, Bouncer's Wax HSF, oh. Hydrophobic Snow Foam. I've got a bottle of that. 
I'm going to make you what? jealous. I'm going to make you really jealous now. Oh, go I'm on. Just, just kidding. So I was talking to Jay about this. He gave me a limited edition um, Blues Brothers, a tub of wax, and it's got the I ring know. pull on it, and I've still got it, and I'm not going to open it. I'm going to leave it. That's because you're going to put it in a box and send it to me for Christmas? Um, no, I'm not actually. Um, I'm going to auction it off. No, no I'm not. I'm, going to keep, I'm actually going to keep it. I just think it's a really nice thing to keep. A, yeah, a no, room, it is definitely. Little... Well, uh, the the HSF, their hydrophobic snow foam, Bouncer's hydrophobic snow foam is insane. I've, I've never experienced a wet coat that is as Clever, effective as this stuff. It is bonkers. And it was a sadly underrated product. People weren't really talking about it. It's a shame because it is bonkers. So I'll be interested to see if Sheen can do what the Bouncers product can do because I, I was super, super impressed with that. I do like wet coats. Again, they are a sort of single-use situation. But by the same yeah. token, because it's in a snow foam, it does your glass, it does your wheels, it does your body work. So in a way, wet coats can kill a couple of birds with one stone. If you're getting it on your glass, it means you don't have to worry about a glass sealant. And if you're using it kind of regularly, you don't need to put it on quite so so much on your glass. You don't have to worry too much about that. Um, and it's a again, drying other aid ways, as well. A dry, yeah, a drying aid. Yeah. Um, also, you know, other ways to save a bit of money. If you can pick up a glass cleaner which has uh, some hydrophobic abilities in it, then again, you're killing two birds with one stone because you don't have to worry about paying for a glass sealant. Simply clean your glass, and you're adding more of that hydrophobic ability to it. Soft ninety nine, that does it. We've well, there's uh, there's one. two, yeah. I've I've got mm. I've got one that I keep in the boot of my car all the time at the moment. The soft ninety nine D cleaner, that's the one you're talking about, and that is a glass cleaner with the water repellent built into yep. it. Um, the one I keep in the boot of my car is from Mirror Image Car Care. I use their glass cleaner, which is hydrophobic, and that's a really nice one to use. You can also go into you know a lot of supermarkets and buy the Rainex glass cleaner because that in itself has the water repelling abilities of Rainex with it. So all you have to do is clean your glass, and if you're doing that kind of once a month, you don't ever need to worry about buying a separate glass cleaner, a glass sealant. So that would save you a bit of money as well, a bit of having to worry about not not worrying about single use products because you you're multiplying your 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 adding more tools like a swiss army knife the more things that your one product can do the more money you're saving across the board generally speaking i'm not saying that's yeah. the case with every one of them because there's going to be some products which market themselves as doing so many things and therefore it's going to be more expensive so do your research there are ways to save money especially in this current climate um, it's nice to see some companies are are not raising their prices too much but i I want to bring this up just before we close the end of this podcast now because we're coming up we're just passing the hour uh i want to mention ron at valent nova again he he brought something up on his uh, instagram story and i thought this was quite interesting he showed a screenshot from someone else uh, a valeter a detailer i don't know who not not entirely sure it, it wasn't tagged so i couldn't see who it was but it was a screenshot talking about how uh, this person, although there is uh, inflation across the board, the cost mm -hmm. of living is going up, this person was claiming, don't worry, we are not going to raise our prices. Mm. And as as honorable as that may sound, yeah. all you're doing is taking money out of your own pocket. So if you are a valeter or a detailer out there today, whether you are mobile or unit-based, and you think that you are doing doing some good by claiming not to raise your prices, then you're going to lose out somewhere. You're either going to have to cut some costs with some of your products or cut some costs with some of the things, the, the services that you offer, or you're going to be taking money out of your own pocket to continue your services at the level of quality that you continue to put out. If you don't change anything else, then all you're doing is you are suffering the extra cost of things and not passing it on to anybody else. As much as we would all like to say, isn't that great? Isn't that noble? Isn't that honorable? Yeah. By the same token, all you're going to do is speed up 
the inevitable, which is that you're going to go out of business because you will not be able to afford to continue. At the amount, at the rate you're going to have to continue to pay to live if you are not bringing in that bit of extra money to cover those costs, you lose. The customers... Yeah. I mean, not the customers is a different story. Customers, it would be nice to say to them, isn't this good? Aren't I being good? They are going to expect an increase because if there's an increase everywhere else, they're also going to expect it from you. Yep. Well said. Thank you, the next Prime Minister, uh, <laughs> Specky McSporran. <laughs> hey, listen, if that was the case, if that was the case, there would be windfall taxes to to the moon and back for all these energy companies, oil companies, you name it, there would be silly amounts changed. I'm not going to give you my manifesto for what I can do for this country. It's don't ask not what you can do for your country. Ask ask what the hell is the government doing because really oh, nobody that has old a good saying, that old well-known saying. Yes, I remember <laughs> it well. <laughs> I hope this uh this podcast has been interesting or insightful for you guys i hope maybe you've learned something from it if you can share any tips because we'd like to talk about this more this is not something that's going to go away this cost of living crisis at the moment it's not going to disappear no, this is something this is um the, the tip of the iceberg isn't it this yes is the lettuce out the top of the knickers um <laughs> <laughs> Do you, i'm sorry I'm, I'm sorry i'm you're gonna have to explain that one the lettuce, no, the lettuce out the top of the yeah. knickers. Why have you got a lettuce down the down your knickers? It's the tip of the iceberg. It's a joke. Iceberg lettuce. Did you not get it? What's wrong with you? Anyway, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. This is why you don't do a podcast on your own. <laughs> oh, people just would just turn off and go, that, that guy's batshit crazy, quick. Yes, this get, guy's get him, a, get him a straitjacket now. <laughs> anyway, as I was saying, yeah, if you have any tips on how to best ride out this crisis as far as saving money in places that we haven't perhaps continued it, we'd like to be able to share this. This is news that the community would benefit from. So if you've got any tips suggestions anything like that that could help us in some way reduce our costs to help us do the thing that we love we we do the detailing thing because we love it we enjoy it we're, we're passionate about it we don't want to stop doing it so we all want to get in on this and we want to find a way of being able to do it at a, a reasonable uh, manageable cost to ourselves so if you have any feedback you can reach out to us individually on instagram or on the shared podcast instagram page or you can email us specky and paul talk detailing at gmail.com we would love to get your feedback on any of this yeah. anything that's been going on in this podcast and any tips that you can give us please do share it with us so that we can share it with the wider community not just here on the podcast but elsewhere on our socials as well we'd be really uh, appreciative of that but with that all in mind, thank you very much for listening to this episode of the podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it. In the meantime, I've been Specky. And I've been Paul. And we'll catch you in the next one. Take care, love you, love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, 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 bye-bye. Nice echo. <laughs> <laughs>